Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Last Minute Kickout. We are the three Johnny Wrestlings of, in, of the internet, and we are talking about backwash or backlash of uh, the WWE card and how terrible, terrible it was. Joining spoilers, me as we didn't like it. <laughs> spoilers, I don't think anyone on the internet liked it. Um, Joining me, as always, is the one and only Mr. John Turbo Finley. How you doing, sir? Good evening. Or morning, depending on when you're watching this. Or listening. And, as always, Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva. Eva. Hello. As he strokes his face, and I fondle my beard. It was a giant waste of everybody's time. I think think everybody's just on wrestling fatigue right now. Um, WrestleMania, the the greatest Royal Rumble, and Whitewash. Um, Yeah, it was just terrible. Um, General thoughts going into it before we go through the card? I will generally say that I was not invested in backlash at all after everything that we had prior to it um and like you said pete yeah wrestling fatigue there was just way too much going on in the last month that uh totally didn't help for this show but um i i did find some solace in it but not enough to justify that this wasn't the best. Was it when it ended? Was that the solace you found? It was <laughs> over. No, it was actually the first match uh, off the main card, uh, yeah. mainly. Um, and other bits it's and all, it was but all we'll get into it in detail. That, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say that add on, adding on to the uh, t- general tiredness of for not only the audience but the performers uh was the fact they're going straight off of this into the european tour for two weeks they uh, i don't know wrestlemania revenge tour begin yeah it's all very whatever um backlash in its traditional slot after wrestlemania but the significance of that completely diluted by the fact that we've had the greatest Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. Um, if, before, if you have not watched uh, Backlash yet, this is honest to goodness my suggestion to you if you're going to watch it. Reverse the entire card. Watch the last match first. Watch the first match last. And it'll probably be a better pay-per-view for you. But other than that, we'll get on to it. I do agree with that to a certain point that you could shuffle the card around. But the certain matches don't need to be where they were on the card. But yeah, uh, we'll get on with it. The pre-match of Ruby Riot with the Riot Squad squashing Bailey in this continued prolonging of Bailey versus Sasha in... Well, the slow burn the, the slow burn the slow burn plus the they work as a unit you guys can't work together and you can't it, win if you don't work together it's a slow burn of a storyline that no one seems to be invested in I was invested at one point I really wanted to see this happen I really want, I, and I would have liked it either way whether it be a, 
uh, a face Bailey going up against a heel Sasha Banks, or vice, uh, or the reverse, a face Sasha going up a he- against a heel Bailey. But no, I am now just tired of it because they've been prolonging this for way too long, and now they're just and now it's you know it was bumped to a blooming pre-show battle royal. Now it's on another pre-show uh, kind of like storyline, I suppose. And uh, yeah, I'm just I've lost interest, um, and that that's a shame because I love both Bailey and Sasha Banks, but this this is going way too slow for me. Chapter 106 of, it, the, of the prologue. It feels it. like they're trying to get another Owens Jericho out of it. Uh, not understanding completely that neither Banks nor Sasha get enough mic time to pull that off. Yeah. And well, it just... I understand from the point that they also trying to build the Riot Squad more specifically Ruby Riot up to a level of prominence on the Raw card now that she's been transferred across with the team yeah. as well and beating a high profiler like Bailey is obviously going to help that but mm. the story means nothing right now because all we yeah, see the during, moment, I... all we see during the, the content of this 10 minute match is Corey Graves doing what Corey Graves does saying she's right not to trust Sasha Sasha will stab her in the back and then we see cuts to the back of Sasha watching the card uh, watching the match and it's just it's pointless like it's I honestly don't know what the writers at WWE are on but it's clearly not planet earth it's It's clearly not in tune with it's weird because technically they've got three things to build to now because they need to build to Sasha versus Bailey, and then they need to build to the Four Horsewomen match, and then they've got to build to the Four Horsewomen versus the Four Horsewomen match. Because now that they've got the US oh, Horsewomen yeah, the in there as well, um, who immediately came in and called them the, the Four, the Four Horsewomen or something, and said that they were the Horsewomen first, mm-hmm. which was like, you've you got two of you haven't had a match yet so that's probably it's, a bit rich again unless um, you know unless you know the inner workings of the wwe and all of the social media shite that they do and the backgrounds to all of these people it's not something the casual average viewer of the wwe is going to know and they're expecting their current fan base to know this instead of like as i've stated many times before mm. The three of us here are on different different levels of viewing stuff. John is obviously the the, the smartest of the lot. He watches a lot more of the product than any of us, I believe. Uh, then there's Kevin, who watches a lot of outside of the product as well. And then there's me, who's just the casual average fan, mm. who doesn't really look into any of the outside news, but I know enough because i'm a smart cookie and i can work shit out but unfortunately there are people that don't watch the product as much as i do hell i probably uh, the av- the casual viewer probably just watches raw and not smackdown let alone mm. nxt or reads any of the dirt sheets to know anything that goes on yeah. so all of this four horsewoman stuff is gonna go straight over everybody's head until they make the the video package of it and they're nowhere near that as you've said kev it's they need to do something to really emphasize because uh, uh, from what all they've done is go oh they're friends 
and yes we see them together quite often but there's nothing really in terms of the wrestling history as to why they've, they've not really gone into uh, it's like oh no these two were you know big nxt and stuff and yeah. why it's in why we should care about sasha and bailey the four horsewomen so on and so forth they're not even really started making us care about sasha and bailey in that context okay why is this a big thing they just said it is a thing care about it why they're two friends that that, that don't get along we see that every week in wrestling mm. why are these two characters why are these two women these two individuals why are their why is their relationship so important and how has it got to this point where it's so strained and you know bailey doesn't trust sasha why should i mean apart from sasha being sasha mm-hmm. apart from the character being the character why you know it's <sighs> as as you said pete i think they just they don't get enough mic time we get one backstage skit which is the same thing every time mm-hmm. and um, one match every week which is exactly one the match same. every yeah which is and then we get the same match the week after but with the the reverse of a sasha yeah. or bailey and we going nowhere spinning its wheels um otherwise it was okay it wasn't a brilliant match especially on the pre-show it was pretty crap mm. like it wasn't exciting <laughs> to watch at all in the slightest no like... uh it was doing a job of making you f- of reminding you that this is a thing Ooh. that's yeah, what it yeah. is okay it's like <laughs> It's like you're playing. It's it's like this is your obligatory match. Yeah. Have at it, you know. It's like you're, you're playing GM mode, and yeah. you, and you're going. This slot is for rivalry free. <laughs> rivalry free. Next slant of the other promotion. Oh wait, this is the first joint pay per view ever, apparently. Yes. I- I- well, ignoring the ignoring the very previous one. <laughs> And the previous one to that. <laughs> yes. But, um, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Watchable, but not enjoyable. John? Um, <laughs> skippable is definitely mm. a case. That's a word I'm going to hear from you a lot this evening. Um, <laughs> all of us have Skip. I, th- I mean, you and I can have talked more about this than the most. I think we should just skip on to the first match because I know John's going to gush a lot about this one. Oh, um, oh yeah. There's a queue. So, yeah, I know. So it's also the second, second longest match on this card, by the look of it. Yeah. Um, the first match of the actual main card, uh, Seth Rollins versus The Miz. A barnstormer to open the card and arguably the best match on the card. I was gonna say, you can say it's kind of choice words being that uh, Seth Rollins was uh, in that match. <laughs> Bur- barn burner. Yes, um, burn that uh, barn down. <laughs> yeah. So but, uh, Seth Rollins has definitely put himself in that position where the Miz is obviously moving on from the IC belt because different brands, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they've got other stuff for the Miz, and Seth has really been a workhorse recently. Like, there's not been much to complain about his work, if at all. 
Um, if anything, I'd really like to get away from the thing if he comes out. Oh, you guys, it's the biggest burn it down I've ever heard you call. Yay. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. It, he's come out. I, what I like is they've gone from the Miz, whose attitude was, you know, icy title is important. I will make it important. Yes. And it's gone on to somebody who is, I will make the icy title important. It's got the same determination and drive, which actually played into the storyline of this particular match because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we had um, lots of back and forth about it. Miz yelling, I, I made it relevant. I made the title relevant. Um, and even Rollins at the end going, you know, you fight like a champion, you are a champion and stuff, and really waving the belt around like it was a flag practically. Yeah. It, was, it was his standard bearer for it, for this for this championship. I said belt, didn't I? All Vince would be upset with me. Oh, no. One thing I would like <laughs> face mid-card champion holders to get away from is every time they hold the mid-card belt to stop doing the goddamn open challenge. Like, do do don't do the open challenge on a bloody house show. If you don't have a match set up on the card, mm. do the open challenge on a card. You can do that as surprise returns. What they did mm. with um, Alberto Del Rio away back when John Cena did the open challenge. You know, it was a surprise to most people not on the inside. Yeah. It was good to see. Do it as a as a, a pay per view card trick. Don't do it on a house show because all it's going to do is. You're either going to set up a feud between yourself and whoever challenged you. You're either going to set up a feud with the people that are going to interrupt, or you know it's mm. just gonna. You're not going to lose the belt on a house show yeah. like that. And you can you can tweak position. that as well. You can tweak that as well in terms of get using that. You can have the champion say if you've not had a shot at this before, or something like that, and just so you can change up the picture or get somebody new in. And then you make the champion more like a fighting champion because he's giving, yeah. he's offering it the opportunity specifically to people who have not had the shot before. Yeah. Um, and then you can get other people into the total picture that way directly. But Indeed. yeah. So as you say, absolute barnstormer of a match I, between I Miz should, and Clue. I think I think we should let John talk about the match. He's sitting there. He's waiting very patiently. <laughs> he is, isn't he? <laughs> Go on, yeah. oh, come on. He is. What can I say about it? It's like Seth, uh, Seth Rollins just being the man. The actual man. Not you, Roman. Stop saying that on Twitter. Because people are just going to laugh at you. Just like, well, he, he's, he's liked by the man, despite the, what he's saying <laughs> in promos. Yeah. But, um, no, like, this was obviously the best match of the night. Uh, without, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, there is one match that came very close to it as well, but um, and that was ruined by a really terrible finish, but we'll get to that later on. Um, but no, the work rate was great. Miz was on top form, doing multiple uh, kind of like counters and really mm. good uh, setups for uh, the skull-crushing finale on multiple occasions. Oh. Uh, the, the, the stuff they both pulled out Seth Rollins with that amazing frog splash oh, as well. The hang um, time on that. Oh well. yeah, the height he, he and the can, hang time. He can, he can jump. He can jump off of that top rope well. All I'm and gonna say is, I, I, I'm just wait. I'm just waiting for the inevitable Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. All I'm gonna uh, say match. is, 
is the next time Seth blows his knee out, it's going to leave his knee entirely and just bounce off the mat into the atmosphere. <laughs> and just fucking... Basketball. Yeah. But you see, that's that's what I'm uh, I'm getting to. It's like, I think Seth Rollins is, is making up for lost time, essentially, because of that knee injury that he had uh, yeah, the other is. year. Which is, what, um, which is actually what the, comment, the commentators pointed that out as well, didn't they? They said that he's yeah. in that yeah, zone it, now. Yeah, he needs um, to like this. It's all right being a workhorse. It's all right being working out for lost time. I want to remind people that Triple H did the same thing when he came back, or after he blew his quad out, he blew his other quad. Daniel Bryan tried to make up lost time after losing the after relinquishing the WWE Championship, got into the IC thing, and then lost everything for three years. It's it's hmm. good to be a showman. It's good to be a workhorse. Don't do it at the extent of your body that you're gonna not be able to work well, well I don't know it's like um, I don't know if Seth is obviously trying to see what he kind of like can and can't do but um, I, I'm sure he's sensible enough to you know know what, what because you're not seeing him doing all this all the time like I mean yes you do see him do the, uh, the uh, suplex into Falcon's Arrow a lot recently but um in terms of like he's not doing a frog splash every every night uh he's not i'm surprised Vince has let him pull out the curb stomp back into the repertoire actually for the pay-per-view well yeah uh, they also did uh, they also have his what was it kingslayer knee uh as a uh setup move yeah. a signature now oh, revol- the, the revolution knee Oh, is that oh, revolution? The, the knee, revolution yeah. knee, apparently, it's yeah. called. Fair enough. But he, uh, he, yeah, I think he was called that at some point. They keep, they keep changing the names of his moves round. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, even the stomp, like you said, Kev, it was originally called the blackout at one point. It was point, the blackout. But, uh, the curb stomp called... is the stomp. It's yeah. No, nobody knows. Nobody knows. We, what, what's the anymore. move this week? I don't know. What's his nickname this week? We don't know. <laughs> Uh, Seth anyway. the Thesaurus Rollins. <laughs> Seth the Thesaurus. <laughs> uh, but no, um, no, I love this match. Um, this match was definitely the one that kind of like just set the show alight. Too bad they would uh, obviously burned down the rest of the card because, yeah, th- this will not be topped at all. They they definitely stole the show um, with um, this match alone, both Miz and uh, Seth. So, and from a barnstormer of a match to rolling in the ashes of Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. My God. Um, oh God. <laughs> oh, before before we get to that, okay. Sorry. Um, a, 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 a few things. Number one, whilst the match itself was great. I have an issue with Rollins, which is the sling blade. Oh yeah, he's taking that from uh, Finn. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it's like that. rubbish. Rollins's version. It's really, really bad. It's like uh, just he's like running past up and he's slapping them in the chest. It's I mean, really shit. <laughs> okay. I mean, the thing, the thing about Rollins is that he's taking cool moves that other people does and trying to add it to his repertoire. Mm. Like the knee, the knee mm. was something on. New Japan, I yeah, told. and, and yeah. it would be good for a story if somebody pointed that out. 
actually, yeah. because it's like he's been doing that. He's been obviously had the uh, the pedigree for ages. Ah, mm. oh, he is quite a wrestler. Um, <laughs> there's he's a car. Uh, okay, Graves said at one point during that, but pound for pound, Seth Rollins might be the strongest wrestler in WWE. Fuck off, is he? It's Cesaro. We know it's Cesaro. Everybody freaking knows it's Cesaro. Go do one, Graves. <laughs> no one's gonna do that. Yep. The, the, um, what John pointed out, the sequence going into the skull-crushing finale with the reversals, the selling of the knee, making Miz get an advantage, all that, all that sequence was amazing. Um, that felt really fresh. Uh, with Miz, with Miz doing stuff, and the thing I liked the most about that entire match was the reversal of the figure four was not immediately broken for what feels like an eternity since like early nineties WCW. As soon as it's and when obviously Flair was still in in prime, when you reverse the figure four for like I say, what seems like forever, it's always been immediately broken by the person yeah. doing it. It's like, ah, like two seconds. That was flicked over, Miz was in it for ages, and all of a sudden, Miz was doing it like, this is a threat, that I might actually even tap out to the reversal of my own move. And that was really great to see, and it really added to the drama of the match. Also, Miz was doing a figure eight, because he was actually yeah, he he did the he did the bridge. That again, the the facials on both of them were, like, were amazing in, in terms of the like neither of them re redetermined. Never neither of them were going to give up. Neither of them going to hold an inch. And yeah, I also thought <laughs> figure eight because he was bridging up out of it. But, what I want to say because I'm right. going to make a comment on it. This is how you do a submission in the middle of a match. Mm. It, like, it meant something. It meant something not... both ways. Either one could have tapped. Yeah. Like oh, I'm so, uh, we'll get to it later on because it's a staple of a, a certain individual's match right now. Yeah. Because because fuck him. But uh, yes. And then as you say, dancing in the ashes of Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. My God, I'm sick <laughs> to death of the the. Don't be a bully, be a star. Because we've got nothing better we can do with our storylines. Yeah, worst comes to worst she's a bigger person on the female roster who generally have a smaller shape a thinner shape let's make that the story that she's a bigger girl yes you've used that as she's the monster she's the Braun Strowman of the female card who's going through and decimating everything but you haven't given her the ability to let her shine because she's not got as much for winning person I like Nia Jax I think she's a cool thing I really do but in terms of what you're trying to make her be on the on the opposite card you're not giving her the opportunity to do the same things well it just goes to show you that I'm thankful that Viper is no, not in the WWE because if she was in there this would also befall onto her and I don't want that to happen to her because apparently she's one of the best indie British talents on the market um, for those who don't know as well this is uh, Piper Niven from the uh, uh, women's uh, oh, May Young yeah. Classic and she is a beast herself 
But if this shit was flying, there's a couple of bigger ladies have... on the NXT card as well, isn't there? Hmm. Uh, uh, there's a couple as well, uh, yeah. I think. Also, um, while we're talking about the NXT card, where Sanity was announced to going up to the main card, where the fuck yeah. have they gone? They well, are they are on they... SmackDown. Yeah, they're on Smack. Did I have I? Well, them? three of them are on SmackDown. Out of necessity, they've left Nikki in. They, right. but, but because they wouldn't have anybody on the women's side. Nick, Nikki's going to be doing a Bailey, oh. um, and would be brought up at a later date. Now, whether or not she's brought back to sanity, I really hope so because that would be something. I don't think she'll work as a single. I without, I, without... I think. I think that would work well. But anyway, we but, uh, but yeah. no, back back to um, this whole storyline of the whole bullying kind of like thing. It's like. I... It, it it is forced, especially at the end where after this match. And granted, the match wasn't any better than their uh, WrestleMania match uh, earlier. Um, it was essentially the same kind of like deal of you know Alexa Bliss being thrown around by uh, Nia Jax and Nia Jax showing dominance and Alexa trying to be uh, clever by doing certain things. There there was one spot where uh, it was now everyone was kind of like questioning why the uh, like uh, what was it Alexa Bliss was able to throw Naya out of the ring Naya was injured and then she would also do a DDT on the steel steps to knock her down uh, on at the at ringside and then the referee's still counting and everyone everyone on the internet is just questioning hey wait he got to nine or whatever and it's like, why is he starting from one again? And it's like, it's because Alexa interrupted him. You so, know, that thing that happens in every match ever. Yeah. So, but what it, what it could have been better was just Alexa just, you know, do the typical thing of like rolling out, rolling back in, and that would restart the count. But no, just, you know, just shouting at the referee. And it's like, stop counting! It's like that apparently was yeah that doesn't that doesn't and, and 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 that's obviously made the referee go oh great now I have to start again what I've lost my that. place you know what you've yeah. done honestly that's ridiculous get in this ring that was a ridiculous spot will you please get in the ring is a match that could have quite well have taken the same line as the AJ Styles and Shinsuke match. Where Alexa is forcibly trying to do something, and they both get carried out, and then it leads to something like a an ODQ where Alexa can get the upper hand because she's got the ability to use weapons or a full count anyway. And by the way, I, I would have I would have thought that a last man st- or last woman standing yeah. match that would be nice. You know, that first ever last last woman standing match. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they love their first Check. off. Oh, Why not? Okay, so we've that. had one, haven't we? We, we? Charlotte versus Sasha, remember? Yeah. Overall, um, was well, that last last woman standing? Yeah, because she got the submission out using the wrapping one the Charlotte round the fucking ring post. That's a submission though. Yeah, but it was still last. Well, Ford County. Anyway, I don't fucking care. It, they <laughs> it, 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 there, there was a first for something. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I saw someone joke the other day actually that, that that this year should be the year that all the cruiserweights have their firsts. 
So it's like the first cruiserweight money in the bank, the first cruiserweight Royal Rumble, the well, first cruiserweight, cruiserweight Hell in the Cell, the first cruiserweight. It's just like there, it's their turn this year to have all the there first. Is, there is rumours that there is going to be a third money in the bank ladder match. Um, confirmed, I think. But Was it? I've, yeah, I think, I think it's been confirmed that there are three, but it's not no, been, no, it's it's not been confirmed which is which. Strangely, mm. but it should be obvious that one's Raw, one's SmackDown, and one's the women's. Um, but no, the, but the, 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 the men, there's a women's, and then there's the possibility of a third being the tag or the cruiserweight. So mm. the, the tag has been mooted because uh, the suggestion is that one of the New Day will end up in the men's, and then the other two the new members of the New Day will end up in the tag. And this is going to be their way of getting one of the New Day to have a big push, which sounds like it's going to be Big E. Well, they've but been arguing for it for over a year. No one... Uh, he's in, it's all that stuff on the mic, I think, is actually one of the things that's really impressed. He's actually had the chance yeah. to talk. Anyway, away from that for a second. Um, as you say, really forced this. Uh, because it's a bullying storyline from a company who, frankly do not have the best history in understanding what that is and as a result they're forcing it and that i like i like the yeah i like the fact that they're they're making it with making it seem with alexa saying that oh no naya's the bully which is you know which is kind of bully behavior no i'm the put upon one yeah um unfortunately they're being really crap about putting that over um it, it doesn't really actually Nia doesn't help this a lot because there was this bit in the match where Nia uh, Alexa had a a brief bit on the ascendancy and then Nia you know threw her down again and it and uh, got back on top but there was a period where she was like she threw her from one side of the ring to the other and threw her from one side of the ring to the other and then back again those rubbish veals by the way yeah. um, and there was a point where she sort of grabbed her and then just like like flung her and then sort of grabbed her by the hair and and then sort of pushed and kicked her into position and it's like okay you're not convincing me you're the face at the minute Naya regardless of how you know frustrated you are with the situation um that doesn't really come across as that um this is like this is like prior to the whether it was the bonsai drop or the vader bomb that was teased um it was it was it was a very strange match and did very little to make me care about any of it really um despite what michael cole said by the way alexa would not have become raw women's champion for the fifth time um she's okay. held the women's championship on both brands, Michael. Yeah. Um, that's, you don't say. So you won't be. It's almost like the commentators have lost a fucking clue recently. I don't know. Like, great Graves has gone massively downhill since Paul Payman patted him on the back and went. Yeah. Graves, it, it, it's. Graves. It's like Graves has started to believe his own hype a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It feels yeah. a lot of. Okay. It's it's also bad. It's also bad for him that he can't determine whether he's a heel or a face on commentary because it he just depends. goes back and forth. Yeah, it, yeah he flip-flops around quite a lot. He's a tweener based on who's actually wrestling. And... 
I, th- I think he's trying to channel some uh, some Bobby Heenan actually in terms in terms of the in terms of the I have my favorite they're the face and my face is my favorite is usually the the heel uh, it really it really depends um, there was some good in this match there was some there was some good in this match um, unfortunately I can narrow it down to just one sequence which was uh, Alexa was on top of Nia's back ended up backed in to the uh, corner uh, Alexa s- snuck on a sleeper hold and then was sort of like thrown over then Nia tried to get away and was sort of thrown over the top but Alexa held on and she sort of held on and sort of swung around and it went from sleeper into a, a sort of a headlock or a, a rear chin lock and it was just like this this continuous holding on and controlling of the head for a mm, very small yeah. period. It was actually very good. Um, Nia, on the other hand, why is Nia's the only selling Nia can do is there's something in my eye? Yeah. What it's... is with that? Is she trying to be like Terry Funk? And it's like, because I... if she is, she needs to start going, my eye, my <laughs> eye. Would you oh God, that? my eye. But it's, it's, just, it's just always just always and I don't know why that's the only selling she does would you rather her do what every other atypical big guy does which is that oh stumble around you I, I missed you and ran into the turnbuckle or or just go like oh my knee my knee <laughs> get to these hands um yeah there, there was that but if it ended she won and then we this have story problem. will continue <laughs> I hope to God not because this is what we deserve let the match continue let the storyline continue but as I said that's another, uh, another channel <laughs> um yeah um but no um put some stakes to it like they've got all of these stipulations that they've had within the business and they're using them it feels like they're just saving the matches for the specific fucking money in the bank stuff hell in the cell the specific pay-per-views for it don't fucking make you've got these stipulations make them worth something make make the belts be fought for like Mm. we've complained for the last year and a fucking half that there's too many multi-man matches going on this is essentially with the exception of one fucking match on this card a match of full single matches and it's fucking shit because nothing's being fought for arguably it's just happening mm. put stipulations on the matches fucking do your run up of it of fucking Alexa running in court, uh, every match she gets week on week out she loses via something fine stick her in a no DQ stick her in a last woman standing match do something and then Alexa can fucking get can, destroyed yeah. or be or de- do the destroying. Yeah. How how about okay, uh, fantasy booking here. How about if we're continuing the bully story? Yeah. If we're continuing the bully story and we go along about, I mean, Alexa's I think it hurt herself after this match or something because of the way she took the Samoan drop. Um, uh, unsurprisingly. But you could have it. You could have had it that she she won the match on count out. Yeah. From that, from 
Naya being down. Having so then you have her saying that she she's not because you know she's she's a better but she's a better athlete because she's continuing believing because yeah. she's fitter because she like I said she was in the ring and you can have like keep winning matches that way but she can't get an actual pinfall and then you can go from that and lead on to a false count anywhere or something yeah. like that or last woman standing and then you've got somewhere where this is going as what we had as a result of all this is we had the raw women's championship match defended in a end of hour one raw match that's what we got yeah it's mm -hmm. and it was it, sloppy it was really sloppy as well it honestly it honestly feels on a week-to-week -week basis the the wrestlers have been bounded between different writers and each writer takes it on on a different week to deal with it and they go well, well you've got this to do just continue this and you're done talk about a b and c point and just call it out well vince is sorting his storyboards out over the next two months so if you could just hold on until then yeah absolutely um john any last thoughts on this match no uh cool. boring Right. And from a boring match, as Mr. John puts it, to Mr. Boring himself, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. Oh, wow. confirmed. I like, the fact that the, I like the fact that the commentary started off by saying for Orton, they, they said two wonderful things which completely encapsulates Orton. Number one, it was the explanation of why Orton was facing Hardy, which was... He has his contractually obligated rematch. He's had this for a while. Please don't. He's like, like, please don't hate this, <laughs> please. And then, well, and then what was said was after was just during the match. Um, was I think Phillips said this, which was that Orton with his infamous methodical style. <laughs> Wasn't there also a fucking thing of saying like? They haven't fought each other for 10 years, but they still know each other in and out. And I'm like, uh... they know each other in and out, which is why the very next thing we'll say is about how Jeff Hardy was still recovering because with his jaw hurting so much because he hasn't taken an RKO in 10 years. And he wasn't yeah. ready for it. It's like one of these things is not like the other. The well, for, hurting you for yeah. time. <sighs> well, for, first off, is like um, this wasn't Randy Orton's contract to ob obligated contract to rematch and whatnot. No, he actually had to fight for his rematch um, because he was in a fatal, uh, you know, a triple threat match on SmackDown after WrestleMania to get this title shot again, which was stupid. Um, Great but no, continuity. But, yeah. <laughs> Um, but the the match itself, yeah, it was, uh, it was again another very skippable match. Remember, like Randy Orton. Remember when we were talking about the Miz versus Seth Rollins, and I said that's how you do a submission move. Randy, <laughs> putting people in a fucking sleeper week after week is not how you do it. And I the know, crowd reacted accordingly. I oh know, yeah, I know you know that the crowd thinks you're boring. I know you know that you do it to the, piss other people off who are watching. How about you do something entertaining and entertain us? 
fucking bastard. He does entertain us. He entertains us in that small period where he goes. You mean where RKO? And everyone goes, "Ooh, RKO!" He embraced the meme. Is what he did. Yes, he did. In fact, in fact, one of the things he said, one of the things he tweeted after the um, Greatest Royal Rumble was the use of the Randy Orton RKO of Nowhere meme on on Titus. Yeah, d- yeah, didn't he say he'd been waiting for a he'd while? He'd been waiting for it, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I don't know. I just... yeah. there, was, there wasn't anything notable for this match to for me to talk anything about it. it was, Sometimes it just feels that real life needs a fast-forward button to get through shitty yeah. wrestling matches. This... this... Okay, so yeah, to give you an idea, again, give you guys who are watching or listening to this an idea. So from the Miz match, the Miz and Seth Rollins, that as you said at the beginning, I think, um, guys, was like the like the second longest or longest match on the card. It it's was the thing, his second longest match. On second longest match of the card. Okay, so there's that. That went like that because it was it was it was busy. It was the stuff going on. We were invested in That's it. Crazy. Crowd was really hot. This felt like it went on and on and on and on and on, and it wasn't that long a match. It was ten seconds longer than the Bailey right Ruby right yeah. match. Yeah, the- and yet it felt a lot longer. Um, yes, but yes, Orton's infamous methodical style. I just Head- wanted headlock. to leave. I wanted. I want him. I don't even want him to retire. I just wanted to leave. <laughs> I think you, he what, does. You want, you want him to go all in? What? You want him to go all in? All in? Oh no! We don't want him to don't go want all to in. Go, I don't want him to go in all in on me. I don't want to go all in on you. <laughs> all in on Kev. I don't want to go all in. I I want him to take more of a backstage presence. I want him to take some time off. Oh, so you want him to be a uh, you know a. Trainee, uh, he is. He, like he is essentially. He could just use his contract and be someone on the card in a trip, a Triple H or an Undertaker style. He doesn't need to be there anymore. He should just let the old guys just. Where take does Orton live? Not here. I know. Is it St. Louis or somewhere? Okay, you know what will be really good for Orton. Keep him on his guarantee. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't want to do, do this, yeah, fine. He wants to have some more time off the road, fine. Here's how you do that. He's at this age, yeah, where you know he's he's the man in the sense that he's one of the, the real veterans that are in terms of the locker room. His whole story coming up was that of the legend killer. He is now a legend of the wrestling business. He needs to go to NXT. He needs to visit NXT, just be a thing that like he's backstage, and start something with someone. And then have a little program in NXT where he can start start having a thing with somebody, whether it's Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream gets in his face, and start something up that then can then roll into the main programming when that person comes up. Oh, but you know, I, fine, that's oh, not going to no, happen. No, I wanted to have something with Alistair Black. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Orton, Orton just does his, and Alistair Black's just like. 
But I'll tell you, how about that would be how about that would be for a very cool visual? Alistair Black does his rise from the dead thing, yeah. and as he gets to the top, he gets RKO'd. Oh, God. See, it's it'd be something that you know if so, go, Randy goes to NXT as a visit, finds himself targeted by a rookie upstart, yeah. somebody with a lot, some, if somebody with a lot of mouth, which is why someone I say legend Randy kills the legend. Some, yeah, Randy he's he needs to be targeted in the same way now, and have somebody well, try that, and ruin his life. That right would now. be great with some of the talent that's there at NXT. Yeah, like you said, Velveteen Dream, EC3, EC, uh, yeah, EC3 uh, would be a very good yeah. one yeah so but i know that won't happen because randy Orton's obviously too Ugh. valuable of a commodity and he knows it himself um to yeah, to not demeanor yeah. himself down to, yeah. the, to the the rookie he, league he's still he's if like, he's still got a guarantee on his contract he's still going to get paid regardless <laughs> doesn't the fuck he's doing what's best for his career somebody else's career he's still getting paid for it like no one's losing in this situation. Yeah, no, exactly. You keep, you keep, he's kept his guarantee. He's then got a specific schedule where he's going back and forth to wherever it is they're recording it. Uh, if it's a full sale or wherever it is that they're recording and at the AXTs at the moment. But he, he's got the lighter schedule he wants. He's got something interesting to do. You can, he can, while there, he can turn heel if he wanted to and do the heel turn thing that he yeah. wants. You could do so much with that. Instead, we have him versus... We haven't even mentioned J Jeff <laughs> yet. <laughs> because Jeff didn't really do much either. I mean, no. because, that's because we don't talk about Jeff Hardy in the 10 minutes we have to, to rant about Randy Orton. No. Okay. We've done okay. this. Month in, month out. We rant about Randy Orton and how fucking boring he is. Okay. Quick, quick stuff, quick things to end this then. One, I think that was the first time we've ever heard the move Hardiac Arrest actually called that on commentary. I had to look it up in case it was something they'd finally made up for it, and no. <laughs> um, what, the, wasn't the whisper of the wind that he did that they were like, what is that? And it was just a whisper of the wind off the screen. <laughs> it was just a whisper in the oh. wind. Um, um, Phillips... <laughs> Tom Phillips, there is no limit to how vicious the Viper can be. I mean, says, sure says, Tom, says Tom Phillips. Half a second later, the referee, eight. Because he's in the middle of a count. He has he, no, there's no limit at all on how vicious he is, apart from the two seconds he's got to stop. Um, and just the, just the, whole, Jeff, I just, the, the, the reverse mule kick is calling it a reverse mule kick because reverse mule kick is a bit strange because reverse mule kick would be them facing kick. that way just upwards a... as opposed to him being facing away from them and kicking them backwards which is just a mule kick no no a mule a reverse mule kick would be the mule, mule taking his hind legs and going forward <laughs> the front legs <laughs> that no, no. that's a <laughs> That's a mule kick. Yeah, so a mule kick is just back. A reversed yeah. mule kick would just be forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it holds straight. It, and the last thing from my notes, which just tells you how bored I was. He's got an arm around their head. My interest has gone stone dead. It's done for me. And in the capital letters, uh... it's done for me. 
<laughs> he's boring me out of my head, Randy Orton. <laughs> just go instead. <laughs> you know, you know that meme that's just that guy that goes aliens. Now imagine it's just yeah. me, Orton. but the words, the, the words are just Randy Orton. <laughs> even if it's just Orton, like, it's just like Randy Orton. <laughs> Just like a standard Orton match. Just what this oh. is. It's the, 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 the crowd's whole reaction when he put the headlock on and the celebrator just kept going. Was just uh, the crowd the, the whole crowd just sort of deflated and went, Oh, this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Well what was wait, so Jeff won, guys, if you didn't see yeah. this. Jeff won. He won it with the thing I don't like, which is the twist of fate into the Swanton, and he landed on Orton kind of flush. He sort of landed mm. on him and, and he landed on him flat and, and hard, and that. Hurt. He's been doing that lately, recently. He's yeah, been as a, not normally he's like fine. normally he's like slightly before them, so it's just the top of the thing, and that was like that yeah. was full on crisscross, yeah. back to back, back to front, back 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 front back to chest. Back to chest, yeah. But so anyway, Jeff won. Jeff won. We move on to yeah. the second best moment of the entire pay per view. Randy Orton leaving the arena. No, <laughs> we went on to. Uh, um, oh, by the way, I started feeling really worried during the entire pay per view because something's happened. They didn't do a Rocket League ever. Because they were it, the sponsors. To wrestling them. doesn't feel right anymore, gentlemen. That's it's right. All they're doing they, they, wrong. They, 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 they ran out their sponsorship deal. They ran out of all the money from Rocket League, so they can't sponsor them anymore. But what we had instead was a toy commercial with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And I swear to God that Kevin Owens' delivery at the end of Each Soul Separately. Yeah. was the second best thing on this entire pay-per-view. It was far too good a delivery for an American toy ad. Oh, dear. And from there, we went to... I just like the idea that there's Kevin Owens just at a fucking toy sign and he just... Just fucking buy In, one! The entirety of the advert as well. The entirety of the advert was... Wow, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn! And, and both of them going, yeah, high five. Doing it somewhere else, yeah, high five with a kid. So I was someone else, yeah, Kevin and Sammy high five again. And then it's like, hey, tag team brawlers, this up. And then each sold separately. And that was the entirety of the advert. We went on from there to your non-match portion of the evening and the opportunity for everybody out there, big, small, in between, for you to walk with Elias. And I'm going to imagine that because this had the new day in it, John didn't like this. <laughs> I mean, I can tell that John didn't like this. Just <laughs> he's, he's checked if out. If, if, you're, if you're listening to this on the iTunes podcast, John is currently look like he's gone to sleep on his on his. Chair. It looks like he's watching uh. Randy. It's, it's the... It is the best of Randy Orton available now. I mean, you're not wrong. No, I, it was, I it just... was... Oh, here we go. Go on, go on, go, 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 go. Off to yep. you. Because this whole segment 
didn't need to be on this show. It, it didn't need to be on this show. And you know why? Why? Because the show went way beyond its three-hour limit for a regular kind of like show. Unless they're purposely doing this for the next whatever shows and whatnot. And we're going to have, you know, these long, longer, dual-branded shows. Shit like this doesn't need to be on it. Now, I, I'm not... I can easily admit that there are people who like Elias. I'm just not one of them. I don't care for Elias. I used to, but then after seeing the same shtick over and over and over again, it gets kind of no, dull. No, no, no. Hold up. You can't use that as an excuse because every face and or heel wrestler uses the same shtick week in, week out. I'm sorry, John. That's not a viable excuse. But th this like specific stick, this this specific stick. Are you telling me that you don't want that to I... walk with Elias? No, I want to run away from him. Why? Why is it because about Elias that you don't like? He's dull. He is dull as all. It's like the 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 heel musician persona is. It... I don't like Randy or either. <laughs> It's just the music musician uh, heel persona is such a dated, uh, archa you know, um, it's time immemorial, arch archaic, archaic persona. It was done, you know, done with uh, Honky Tonk Man, Jeff Jarrett. Um, <laughs> who else was like a, a music one? Uh, the reason the gimmick exists is because what he's doing has got him over with the fans. Well, it's the it's same. Got... Re it's the same. Ray, he's over with the fans. He's not over with me though. Well, clearly... I could easily just say that he's just you're, not my kind you're of clearly, guy. You're clearly not a fan. This is clear. No. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, I will give a brief rundown. Of, of what it was, because I can understand that it, it, it didn't belong on there. It didn't belong on there at all. Uh, that said, I found it fun. It was very fun. I enjoyed okay, so it. I Elias, okay, say what you like about Elias. The guy knows how to control a crowd at this yes. point. He managed to get a yay boo chant from stepping one foot away from a stool. Okay? That's quite good. Especially in terms of crowd reaction compared to okay, a I'll, lot of I'll the rest it, of the crowd. I'll give him that, but for the rest of it, I, I'm just... I, I, thing, I'm not invested with him. I no, just don't care the about The only thing that didn't need to be a part of this segment was Bobby Roode. Everything else worked from the part that it was musical in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. We, so we had Elias out who wants to do his thing, and of course Elias's thing is actually getting interrupted by everybody else. Which in turn makes it more popular to the crowd because people want people to interrupt Elias, but secretly they want him to play. Uh, so it's actually worked as as a plan for WWE. That's actually one thing that's working quite well for them. Strangely, um, New Day came out because they wanted to jam with Elias. They wanted to walk with Elias. They specifically said we had Big E with a big bass drum, <laughs> which was which was funny to see. Uh, Kofi with some symbols who had to be physically stopped at one point. Because he was just enjoying his damn self too much with the symbols. He was also overpowering every other microphone. Um, with bloody symbols. Yeah, Agent English 
coming out introducing Rusev. So at least Rusev got a paycheck. Uh, Rusev calling Elias bootleg Bob Dylan was great. That it was absolutely brilliant. Like Rusev when he's let off the chain and allowed to be banterous like that yeah. is grade A brilliant. Right. Um. I'm it was what was love. I mean, we had no hate. Jose come out with every everybody. No way. Jose. No uh, I way. wish they could Jose. figure out something to do with no way Jose apart from be Adam Rose two point oh. I yeah, I was gonna say. Something. I I I have no faith where oh, with WWE they with are WWE. looking like they're going to do something where they're going to stick him with Titus worldwide. Yeah, you could see it happening. Well, seeing that he was tagging, they were tagging along in the in the conga line. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a very odd conga line. Um, and lastly, also it's like it's like an additional awesome thing I thought was he he got on to JoJo to reintroduce him to, to like, sweep all of this crap away, please. Lights down, and then we got Bobby Roode coming in. Uh, which all led to Bobby Roode's uh, Ru- Rusev being annoyed at everybody who'd in the Congo I did come back out again. R- Bobby Roode twerked at him much to his disgust and that of Graves as well. Um, Gra- Graves was so annoyed he pointed out the lack of continuity from Raw with Roode being okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was a thing. It was fun. It happened. It allowed people to go to the the stalls to buy merch. I think a great big part of why that thing existed in the first place is part of the reason for the next match, which is Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. In what essentially led to being Big Cass being squashed, because apparently he has pissed people off backstage. Yes. So... Uh, This is is one of the things when... I've mentioned the graphics before previously on here, haven't I, guys? The yeah. back the way the backlash logo was with the the sweeping letter, you know exactly what I'm gonna say. The, the blue light, the blue, the blue light, or the red light. Specifically on the blue, uh, that when it was introducing the, the actual wrestlers themselves, it kind of, it doesn't didn't pop as much as the white text because design and how eyes yeah. work. So instead, it looked like we had Daniel Ryan. Versus big ass, big, <laughs> big, <And laughs> big ass. And if you look at it and then just look down, you will think it's that. Yeah, because of the, I, it's so, I, I it's so it. stylized that. that it just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't work. And yeah, this was quick. Yeah, it was the fastest was... match on the card at seven minutes forty-five. Uh, tell yeah. us what happened, John, with this one. Yeah, um, it was very short. I mean, obviously, Daniel Bryan was obviously in top form, as usual. You know, he was fast as all hell. Um, being able to do the typical kind of like spots, drop kicks in the corner, yes kicks, all that. Um, going into, uh, and this is me going back to Corey, uh, Corey Graves with his thing of going back and forth. It's like, he's saying, oh, it's the, uh, it's the signature, yeah, it kicks and whatnot. And it's like, uh, and that then, uh, and then Tom Phillips bringing out his inner uh, uh, monsoon, going, "Will you stop?" Um, 
And uh, what was it? But then Big Cass, obviously, Power Man, just uh, throw, you know, keep him down and whatnot. And then eventually, Daniel Bryan uh, getting him into the yes lock and uh, boom, done. I, I mean, granted, he was fighting out of it and, you know, nice clobbers to the head to get him into the submission. But yeah, very fast. Uh, and Daniel Bryan, you know, getting the win, which was good because that made the crowd happy at least. But then the beatdown afterwards for Big Cass to get his uh, heat back and uh, whatnot. Yeah. Um, it was just uh, very telegraphed, I suppose. Um, but it was very... It, it just... It's a waste of Daniel Bryan. Because, you know, we would have liked something else or someone else to go up against him. Big Cass is not that someone else. Because he is still that big guy that's got very limited um kind of like mm. um uh, like li- a limited arsenal because all he is is just the big guy uh like like he has been typecast before in the past and yet he is here we are he is that typecast again where he's just doing big boots and uh throws and whatnot yeah. nothing too impressive yeah i'd like to take back what i previously said about the nia jacks one having really terrible veals because the veals that the, the veal throws that um <laughs> big cast did were a hundred times worse yeah it just looked ridiculous and, and awful um and it's it's one of those things about i mean this is this is a feud of convenience for the writers because we've got two guys coming back from injury i'll just throw them together yeah, and the entire thing just boils down to that and if you have a technical wrestler of Daniel Bryan's calibre if you put a still pretty green wrestler in terms of their skill set um, in Big Cass in with that technical wrestler one of two things will happen A the technical wrestler will make them look like a million dollars or B you'll be reminded just how green they are because they're having a kind of a naff match with a highly technical wrestler and B happened oh yeah B surely did happen and uh, although granted uh, like Pete was saying earlier um, in the lead up to this match one uh, in the pro- it was shown showcased in the promo uh, or the uh, the promo package, um, the the week pr- the week prior, um, Big Cass had a uh, a mini Daniel Bryan lookalike come to the ring and you know cut a promo and whatnot with him and then beat him up. Apparently, uh, Cass has big heat for uh, beating up the guy, uh, beating up the little guy a little too much. And he was told not to do it. He was only supposed to do a big boot, and that was it. And I think because he went off script, he lost in that fashion, in that quick succession as well. Um, so, yeah, big cast. Mm. Word of advice. Don't fuck with the management. Because they will fuck you. Not when you've gone to the writers, they've said no. You've gone to Vince. And Vince has said no. That means no. 
Yeah. The Amanar. Like another the, thing. Like everybody, you hear that everybody always says go to Vince if you really want to mm. get your, your your answer and you want to see where it takes you. But if Vince turns around and says no, it's not right for what we want. It's not right for what we want to do. Then that's what you got to do. You can't take things into your own hands. Off the back. I, I, you kind of, you kind of respect him a little bit for having, you know, the balls to believe in. This is what my character should do enough that he actually went there. But if the big boss has told you no, yeah, that's a no. The, uh, but yeah, it was it was quick in getting the heat back afterwards. Didn't work either, really. No. It, it's all kind of because it was just simply just big boot that's it yeah. done and nobody really came out of it with anything it's nope uh, anyway so yes and then to, to, to give you an idea of how it didn't really work um, even the you you tapped charm yeah. it wasn't to you it was you it wasn't you tapped out because half the people were chanting you tapped out and half of them were chanting Rusev Day. <laughs> I missed it was you tapped Rusev Day. <laughs> and uh, how you do that, I don't know. But I, apparently I, Big I, Cass I, managed to I do it. I would tap that. I would tap Rusev Day. Was it this all the week before on SmackDown? One of the two, there was also, I think it was SmackDown, where there was um, We Want Enzo chants. No, this was on this during oh, this it, match. It was, uh, it was on was that. A, we want Enzo Chart. We want the guy accused of rape. That's not the best of the side. No. Yeah, no. we want the guy that completely, That's you know, version yeah. of, again, mm. probably. Um, it's not good for anyone. Nope. So that ended quickly, thankfully. Yep. Um, at which point, do you want to see more WWE? I mean, really? after that match, probably no. But do you uh, want mean, to see more WWE and things like WWE? I mean, along with your favorite TV shows, absolutely, still... because it's all on Hulu, and none of you can probably get it. Well, none of us can. None of no. Unless you live in America, this means nothing to any of you. I mean, um, we also remember. got camp. We also got camp WWE. Remember, camp oh, yeah. WWE exists still. That's going to be a I bit also, awkward. I also remember it's a pile of garbage. <clears throat> but that's going to be pretty awkward now, since um, they've done all of that, and part of the thing is Cena and Nikki. <laughs> Yeah. So that's going to be slightly awkward. Well, no, because they they've been advertising the next series of the Bellas, oh. haven't they? Yeah, well, they've, they've reshot stuff apparently. They, I imagine, they probably have done, but a large part of the actual selling angle is the 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 wedding not happening. The wedding mm-hmm. it was going to be the, it was going to be a whole network special. Which was ironically one of the I say ironically is apparently one of the things that really started getting Cena sort of putting him off again because it was going to be a very small thing, and then suddenly it became a network special for, mm. with the total total Bellas and this whole massive thing which he didn't want. Um, so yeah, that's going to be fun for everybody. 
Yeah. At least the whole was, family. At least, at least Daniel Bryan was able to take it on the chin with all the media, media. He had to deal with and whatnot. He took it to the chin and whatnot, and he was able to come out of it fine. John Cena, he's a fucking pussy for being uh, this, <laughs> you know, wow. cold with so much cold feet on that on the matter. The, the man is an absolute ridiculous. Are you fucking married? <sighs> I, it's 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 uh, it sounds got married once and. <laughs> Now let's he, be, he let's just be can't fair here, it. John. There's only one man in this channel who's been fucking married right now. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And when we find out who he is, we'll ask. So, um, yeah, but it's going to be odds. But actually, I mean, you, you, we said about Total Bears and you said about yeah. um, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's actually been talking recently about um, his pretty much filmed breakdown during... To- total bellas and what was what was shown and also living in john cena's craziness um which uh, if you get the chance listen to uh, daniel bryan episode talk on talk jericho, jericho which was very interesting and also goes on to talk about how jericho would have been in the picture for wrestlemania had shane not come back yeah. from diverticulitis and a hernia and an infection and in his hand infection. and a staph infection what the fuck doctor did they get to to make to sign well, Shane off for this obviously it was the same doctor that let CM Punk wrestle with a staph infection and everything um, else alleged, allegedly, allegedly sorry Pete there's <laughs> kind of a lawsuit sorry. going on about that allegedly, yeah, allegedly. um yeah, it's a joke. Uh, Constitution um, check. <laughs> anyway. Let's move on to another championship match which didn't change hands into the form of Carmella versus Charlotte No, Blair. it wasn't. It was Bella. Armella versus Harlot. <laughs> Sorry. Alternatively, Carla. Vicky Guerrero 2.0 versus uh-huh. versus somehow a face not quite sure how <sighs> yeah and it starts off with the best thing in the world whiff kick non-strike one everybody mm. big boot to fresh air what a great way to start this match and it went downhill from there do you want to know the amusing thing we've already said that the match before this was the shortest match on the card this wasn't the next shortest match. There's a match in regard <laughs> to talk about that that was shorter than this. And this match felt like it went on for fucking ever as well. Yeah, because uh, one of the notable spots was the absolute ice age that was happening in the middle of the ring when Carmella had Charlotte in a, in a headlock or whatever for a rest hold. It went on forever. It, it it was basically only like two minutes, but it felt like an eternity. And with Carmella just shouting at, and it's like Shania, Shania. She she specifically she was pissing me off. She specifically yelled, she, "I can do this all day." And I honestly didn't know if it was a promise or a threat, and I was scared of both. Because it just went on and on and on. 
it's not uh, judging by these two just don't have chemistry okay it just no. doesn't work and it doesn't surprise me at they all to chemistry to begin with jeez yeah it doesn't surprise me at all that as a result of their next match that they've had since then Carbella has managed to knock out some of Charlotte's teeth so She's had to have surgery. She's going back to the European well, she tour had to go back, soon. Uh, she's going back, but uh, there's and a whole. She's still working hard, and she was also still working hurt in here because, uh, well, she's been working hurt since uh, Mania because mm. she has a implant ru- uh, implant rupture. Yep, she uh, had that uh, in her chest, and it's like, geez, how the hell are you still doing this? Mm. You know, I as much as I rag on Charlotte. And like I say, this match was nothing. Again, this match didn't really do anything for either competitor. All honest, in all honesty, um, I go back to what uh, people have been saying previously about. Okay, well, this really, ha- hooray! She's gone from beating Oscar to this. Wow, that legacy of that beat the beating the Oscar streaks really, really done well. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we so we started off with the whiff kick. I mean that that was. John Cena Undertaker at Mania levels of, of whiff kick. Yeah, um, there was some, again there was some a couple of bits good in there. Um, there was like a pin combination using the legs into a bridge that sh- that, that Charlotte did, which was like sort of like spinning round and did like a ju- almost like a judo throw into the pinfall um, using the bridge, which was actually very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmella's counter into what I think is called the Code of Silence, her submission, was also very yep. nice. But the rest of it? Charlotte! <laughs> Just screaming and screaming and screaming! rubbing her See, face into the I'm match. We know she's who she is! Charlotte! Sh- Carmella screaming in terror remains a joy. Carmella screaming Sorry, in please. terror as the chicken shit heel is an absolute joy. Carmella screaming endlessly from the top of the ramp through the match to the top of the ramp <laughs> is not fun. No. Like, her being up at 11 the entire time did not help. And it's not going to help if that is her character mm. going forward. And granted, it's been at a 7 prior, but no, now it's just cranked all the way up. And it's now getting to the point where it's infuriatingly annoying as mm. all hell. Ear-bleedingly annoying. Yeah. Needs needs to they need to figure Dial out what they're down. doing with her. Dial it down, Carmella. With yeah, as as always with Charlotte, the best thing about her is her look going in. I think the ring gear is amazing. That continuing that peacock theme. That's I think that's great. Um, she needs more than two faces because she's got the stoic look. Of sort of vague disapproval and then she's got and that's the two faces that charlotte can do um but yeah this didn't help anybody uh the finisher came out of a moonsault where she tweaked the knee and then carmella went in for a very quick pinfall 
I'm not quite sure why the tweak oh, she, of the knee would kicked... have... Yeah, oh, no, she, she, don't, yeah, she, she the, went for it after. She kicked the back of the leg. Yeah, she kicked the then... back of the leg and then got the roll up, uh, the deep cover pin. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah the deep, deep cover pin. I don't see why she just couldn't... That prevented her from kicking out, to be honest. It's, it was a very weird, quick pinfall. And... Yes, this feud will also continue, despite... Mm. Despite sense. By the way, Oscar's on SmackDown now. Is she? Just reminding you that Oscar's yeah. on SmackDown. Yeah, she did while I wasn't sure anymore. Um, got to do something. Just, uh, just reminding the SmackDown writers that if you have Oscar. Yeah. Oscar. Remember that Carmella's terrified of Oscar, and that would be fantastic to watch. Because she wants, mm. she wants no part of Oscar whatsoever. And that's going to be, be fun. Right, in terms of the women. Uh, uh, no, Natty's not there anymore, isn't she? No, uh, Natty's no, on Raw. She's on Raw, she's on Raw being she's, she's uh, on somebody... <laughs> hey, she's she's on Raw being somebody's best bud who all we've heard from is her fucking entrance music and not seen her wrestle a fucking match. What did I say <laughs> since fucking WrestleMania was going to happen? Natty's, oh! on, Natty's on there to be... The best friend protected. She's fucking Natty Nyhart. She could destroy I don't care you. About that. I care about the other fucking person. That's fucking all uh, I hear is the entrance music. Who else is it? Actually, that's, this is a really good point. Who? Oh, the Iconics are on SmackDown. Yeah. Yes, they are. Um, uh, the form, former Absolution members. Um, uh, Mandy Rose Mandy and, Rose and, and, uh, and uh, Sonia Deville. They're on there now. So we've, we've yep. thrown all the junk stables together. But uh, apart from we've still got two of the other face women, uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi, uh, and Naomi, Naomi, yes, who we've somehow yes. we forgot about, but oh well. And Asuka, so and Asuka, five, who everyone five, who the writers have forgotten about. Four face women on SmackDown. Okay, that that's good. They're, they're sort of setting up the first half, the the second half. They're sort of that's the newer. Yeah, they're working on that at the minute. Oh, it's, but, they should yeah. just like go let Charlotte rest and just give the fucking belt to Asuka at least we'll see something happen then you know just mm. uh, but yeah speaking of belts let's talk about another one that didn't change hands AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura in a no contest oh <sighs> look no, I, said, no. I said a no disqualification match was going to be coming well, I'm shocked what's going to happen next oh it's going to be a fool's count anywhere match because this is another storyline that will continue. <laughs> or will that be a balls count anywhere <laughs> match yeah. between it, no, Nakazmora and is, a bruised Todger? It's, it's going to be really fucking stupid. It's going to be a fools count anywhere match. However, if a low blow is done, then the person will be disqualified. <laughs> Because and the tail Oh, are we going to get a Christian oh. Orton one then? Are we? Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I just re I just remembered the stipulation to full uh, fully loaded two thousand. Oh my God. <sighs> remember that. Remember that one, guys. Yeah. Vaguely. And of course, it didn't go, it, it didn't go through uh, either back then as well. If yeah, if you don't know, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The, the main event for Fully Loaded 2000 was The Rock versus Chris, uh, Chris Benoit uh, in a in a match where if The Rock was disqualified in any way, shape, or form, the titles will change hands 
on that decision. And it almost happened, but then it didn't because Mick Foley was commissioner at the time and he reversed the de- decision, so it made it no pointless. It was pointless. The time that that's properly come to pass was the Orton Christian yeah. one where Christian won the world title thanks to spitting in Orton's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh dear. And then they proper had to go and do it properly. Yeah, because the story didn't work out like they wanted. Yeah, almost like the same first women's money in the bank match. How that didn't work. Oh, out the, the fact that the video for that we had between Carmella and Charlotte Carmella, oh, was yeah, showing the uh, money in the bank footage and stuff. It's like, look at her. She's on top of. Look, she's grabbed the briefcase. Now it's her celebrating on the ladder after she's been given it, and she's gone back yeah, up the ladder. Uh, and that's the footage yeah. you're showing us by a man. By a man. Yes. A man with yeah. balls. I actually and saw a it. penis. I actually yeah. saw. It. I actually saw an indie card with that particular male wrestler as the top of the title card. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's getting a nice little indie run out. Yeah. Oh, he 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 is always gonna make money on the indie indie circuit. Yeah, James Ellsworth is now uh, made. He's a made man on the indies yeah, now. He, he's, he can, that man yeah. will make bank forever now. That he's just yeah. made. He's like everybody else that turns around and goes former WWE superstar, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I don't know. This was like the longest match. Like this was the one that was longer than Seth Rollins and The Miz by a good 35 seconds. Okay, so it's not much in the grand scheme of things, but it just felt it went on too long. Like, well, I... <sighs> I didn't feel. I didn't make it feel like that to me. The the overall, you know, match, I actually enjoyed. I I enjoyed how um, both Nakamura and AJ Styles were being visceral. Their kind of like beatdowns, especially Nakamura, of course, because you know he's supposed to be like that. He's supposed to be the king of strong style. He's supposed to knee people in the face a lot, and he was doing that. Uh, definitely between the Wrestlemania the Gurr match and uh, this match this was obviously the better so it's been the best so far Uh, I just wish it would have been the best at the start but eh no no matter but uh, in terms of like Everything was good up until the finish. It's like the finish is what obviously ruined it because um, after AJ still not learning how to wear a cup, uh, after knowing countless times that Nakamura is just going to go for his gonads as many times as possible. This did end up being the nut punching war. (laughs) Well, it was basically a game of Rochambeau, essentially. Um, and uh, what was it? Nakamura went for it, and then AJ Styles was able to do the same to Nakamura. Big and pop then eventually, on that. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, a huge pop on that. Everyone was like, that, yes! was, Yeah, got practically got a standing ovation that a man was able to punch another man, well, <laughs> forearm another man in the balls. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Eventually, they would get, you know, come up to a standing base and uh, going at each other, you know, with punches and whatnot. And then eventually, 
they would both go for the same maneuver of kicking each other in the nuts. So kick him in the nuts! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they both fall down, and the referee counts to ten, and it was a double countdown, or count, uh, count out, or whatever they want to call it, in, in a no disqualification match, and everyone was pissed. I wasn't, I wasn't happy with it, uh, with that finish. But other, other than that, the match itself, where they had plenty of spots, there's plenty of spots that they were doing. Uh, the chair spot, ooh, ooh, that was a mat. That was, I'm surprised. It was a good uh, reversal. The fact that it flipped, the way it flipped around was horrible. Yeah, like, I. It was like the, the, every, the... every different replay they showed of how that hit back. I couldn't tell which part of the chair. It just looked like it was a different part of the chair each time where it hit. Well, eventually they slowed down the footage enough to show that it was the uh, the top bit it was the of top, the chair, yeah, it was the curvature of the yeah, chair, the, right yeah. side, the curve, the curve chair that hit the right there. The first time you see it, you think it's the bottom of, of one of the legs, don't you? Yeah, just swiped his chin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you're right because then it showed another one which looked like he got in caught in the face by the edge of the chair, and then that would make sense to you. And then it was it, every part of that chair seemed to have hit AJ Styles. <laughs> in the face about one there and a half like, inches away yeah, from his eye. More, but of and, course it was more of a scratch rather than kind of like a full oh, bust. No, that, like, his cheek was swollen really quickly. Mm. Well, it was, it was probably a, a combination of like a bit of the metal from the chair scratched his cheek and of course the force of the chair hitting him as well. Yeah, so it went, it sort of the contraction of the flesh yeah and yeah. because of and because of that it was an immediate of blood as yeah. opposed to it bleeding so yeah but oh other than that that was a really good uh really good reversal had it been a little more cleaner if uh you know you know the laws of physics didn't get in the way and whatnot because you know you know mm. something that is projected to something of a moving object that is coming towards you will eventually just go i'm willing to bet if we asked aj about it in a kayfabe, in a non kayfabe sense, rather. I, I'm willing to bet that if we asked him and Nakamura, that he said he would have said that he was glad that that happened because it added so much more to what that storyline of that match was with the two of them being all out against each other, you know, continuously. Yeah, it, it, for, the fact that it was like, took them both out added more than it would have been if AJ had hit it and been okay and maybe stumbled back into the ropes or something. Mm. Uh, it was... That was... The, that, I think the great thing about that match was the, the pace and the viciousness mm-hmm. of it all. From the very get-go, when the, the, the bit I really liked at the be- was at the beginning with... Uh, the, like the referee was like really barely keeping them apart while they were doing the introductions, which was great. It was like yeah. I couldn't wait to tear into each Nakamura was sauntering over, getting on Styles' face. Styles was ready to go to war at any minute. And it was like the referee was practically like looking over his shoulder, trying to get um, him to uh, hurry up with the intros because he just couldn't hold the two of them. Um, but yeah, all the, the, the strikes were hard. We had the, the truncated for phenomenal style forearm to the back of nakamura's head oh yeah that, that was, was like which which was sort of like a receipt to the kinshasa to the back of the head from 
the, from the second rope. Yeah, yeah, that we had the other the other time. Um, yeah, all hard hitting. Even even when we got to the end with the double low blow, mm -hmm. that was a that was very good timing. Yeah, um, because you know to to do that to do that between the two of you you're still you're going at speed and and what have you and to do it and to hit it clean without you know just hitting each other in the leg or something stupid like that um is actually is a really good timing and it wasn't like it was a a much of a stage kick either they really freaking nailed each other um but it was so as you were saying john the crowd sort of just went, oh. At that, the fact that it was, it just ended in that way. Double low blow and a double count out. It's going to lead to something ridiculous. It, it has to be, it yeah. has to lead to a fool's count anyway match next. That's it's the... either going to be leading to that or a ladder match. It won't be, it won't be a ladder match in Money in the Bank. If it's, especially if it's going to lead to three, there'll be falls count anywhere much is going to be the next logical step it's... would would you have thought though when we, it was first announced that we were getting this that the natural progression of this storyline with these two I wrestlers mean... would be that that projection of matches in terms of heart hitting and and violence and the rules getting taken away versus what you would call the the technical side, the one-upmanship side, the moving on to instead of having almost like a submission match and then maybe an Iron Man match or something like that, considering the two wrestlers. So that path versus the path we're on, would you have picked? Would you have picked that? Yes. If you were starting this from the beginning, you would have picked yes. the hard, the hard style rules out the window one. Yes, because after WrestleMania someone would have had to have gone heel to have continued that storyline mm. and it was it's the only escalation it could have gone not to the I point uh, not to the point where it's just a straight up nut kicking fest but yes i mean the the escalation is the correct one and i mean we i specifically called that this was going to be a no dq or falls can anyway match on backlash and lo and behold after we did the cast it was on the smackdown after it and it got announced it was a no dq at which point i just i go yeah, <laughs> John. Which path? Another victory. John, which path would you have taken? Would you would you have taken this I path? Would have been, I would have been fine with either, because uh, either could have worked, uh, because both competitors, uh, both AJ Styles and Nakamura, could definitely work on those kind of like uh, scales. Heck, you say an Iron Man match. I would love to see an Iron Man match between those two, um, and uh, if if it was, you know, and to either who whoever was heel and whoever was face in that predicament as well if it was still nakamura heel and aj face eh, it could yeah all right but um you know the other way around could have been maybe better in that iron man match kind of like uh, uh situation who knows we might actually still get that iron man yeah. match um what's interesting is that is that Pete said he'd take the, the hard hitting one and, and what have you and you said I that don't one. think 
with how the personalities are currently are, and especially after the last few matches, the interest will not be hmm. 60 minutes of nut kicking. No. <laughs> so, 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 John, so you'd have taken the you take the current path. John would have yeah. taken either or, depending. I would have taken the technical one because you could have then moved on from the battle of respect into the there is no respect, and then take the other path. It, here's here's the thing. I but mean, it's interesting they got all three variants there. You you talk about the Iron Man match, and the thing in particular I want to mention is like the the last great Iron Man match we had, other than on a pay per view, rather than a, hmm. a a house show, was I want to I want to say was the Rock Triple H one from Judgment Day two thousand one Judgment Day. 2000 2000 2000 Judgment Day 2000 like, Return of the Undertaker every, yep. yeah everybody was invested in oh that was that. just crazy there is, there is not, I will stop there is, you right there there is not enough there was in, one there there is not enough invest if you turn around and say the NXT match I'm not counting no no Brock Angle it was actually I said that's not yes. a house show that's not a no house it was Smackdown show. it was Smackdown yes it was Smackdown well actually yeah, but no, not that Iron Man match. I'm talking about the 30-minute uh, Ultimate Submission match by Angle and Benoit, Angle and Benoit. at Backlash 2001. John, we don't talk about Benoit. Um, He's already been mentioned care. once tonight. Match. I mean, bloody hell. <laughs> um, the, this the entire is... 20 minutes has been redacted from editing. <laughs> My point is is that there was a lot of investment in The Rock and Triple H at that point to want to watch them go 60 minutes. They've both been building up that status within the company. Shinsuke's not at that point within the company to your casual viewer to want to warrant a 60-man Iron Man match right. between. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm not saying it's not going to be entertaining. I'm saying you want to look at how especially with co-branded pay-per-views now if it was solo pay-per-views you could possibly get away with it and it can fill a large gap of a hole but on a co-branded pay-per-view a it's not going to happen anymore well it's not going to happen now yeah i'm not gonna, i'm not expecting it it's, to happen now but you've also yeah. got to put i would have liked to i would have liked to see it but i know fine that now we don't have that time it, and... it's, not, it's not just about time either the your casual viewing base for the program is not going to want to watch a 60 minute match mm. it's just not going to happen anymore um i think this would actually work well as a future discussion as to like pick a match type and what like our favorites as and go into why that was so what is the best iron what we think what is the best iron man match of the last 20 years or something like that i think that would be a very good discussion to have at another time very well be. yeah um Someday. and, and Someday. yeah and we can do that for matches and stuff shall we continue with the card it is indeed so anyway it went on and there was double whatever and then we had um tag team of big. their big Bronze the big Strowman. boys the, the big, big boys, boys a very orange looking braun Strowman. the big boys versus the big mouths uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn versus bobby lashley and the man who doesn't need a tag team partner but has seemingly been with a tag team partner since wrestlemania 
Uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, there was no point to this match other than maybe making fake cracks between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Again, I don't, I don't know what the point of this match was there to do. It was filler, unnecessary filler, just like uh, the uh, Elias segment earlier today, I, uh, or during this, uh, during that uh, show. Because I love. Kevin Owens. I love Sami Zayn. I love Braun Strowman. Don't like Bobby Lashley too much, really, because he's bland as all fuck. Um, Black Lesnar. Now, now in WWE, if he was in it, if he was in TNA and in, in Impact, yeah, he's over yeah. like Rover. Say whatnot, what you but, say. Uh, what you like about Impact Wrestling? They knew exactly how to book Bobby Lashley. They did. I know. No, I saw. I made him a very interesting he... character and made him an utter badass. Has Bobby Lashley in WWE since he's been back had even one vocal promo? He's no. The, the, no, actually, no, he's been a part of a video package or something, wasn't he? No, but has he, he actually had on the shows any time on the mic? Other than the interview, sit-down interview with Renee Young. That was after Backlash. Uh, no. <laughs> Every time that he has appeared on camera and said something, it has been awkward. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on. Why did they rehire him again? Because he was free. He was out of contract and he wanted to come back. And they're thinking long term with not having Brock again, which is what the reason we had him last time was initially was we've not got Brock anymore. Yeah, he's our Brock replacement. Well, guess what, Bobby? You're our Brock replacement. In the event it all goes wrong again, but we're gonna and you're there to do something. And I don't know what. And I don't think they do either, which is the big problem. They've they've hired him and they put him straight in because he's previous WWE. So he doesn't have to go through NXT or anything like that. And. Mm. Like like EC3 or any of the other guys, um, uh, he's gone straight to the top of the card and been put into a tag team match at the top of the card. Yeah, and I don't get it. Yeah, spe- I don't spe- get it. speaking of something else, I don't get why the fuck is this match and the next match after the heavyweight championship? This is a very good question. Like. Even if the match, even if the WWE Championship was a really going to be a really bad match to end the card on, you still need to respect the belt. Well, <laughs> WWE respecting the belt, they have not respected the belt since the split. Well, if you ever wanted confirmation that uh, Roman Reigns is the John Cena. Of the company at the minute, uh-huh. um, we, we've got a we've got a Cena Punk situation basically, haven't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, the non-title like basically see oh. uh, CM Punk being put down the card, even though he is champion and he's Absolutely. has it, uh, been doing it for the longest time. And I really, really hate that. And hell, we have two top cha- champions. One of them is busting busting their balls right now with uh, his work rate, and the other one's slacking off in uh, and making tons of money by doing literally jack all by doing at least 
two moves it really, in his matches. It entertains me that WWE is in a point of cost cutting and saving by ditching all the pyro and everything else and trying to make things a little bit easier, and they're still going to pay Brock Lesnar. I know. It's ridiculous. <sighs> and so, yeah, we, we move on. I don't, I don't, was there anything to even say about this tag team match? Because. No, nothing. No, other than nothing. I, I, other than my disappointment that this this is what Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was being put through for this okay. night. And, uh, you know, eventually they're trying. The... Yeah, it's a paycheck, yeah. Yes, but glad I, they are. I just feel. But, but I know Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is worth more than this. I've seen them do. Kevin more. Owens will definitely be getting more of this because he's just it's just been not long ago revealed that he signed a five year contract, WWE. That's a significant contract in terms of WWE and tenure. So that's good that management would sign him to such well, that good that he's happy. Of okay, well, this is my happy. arc. He is happy. He said so. Yeah. Uh, he said so. He's, he sees no reason yeah, why he wouldn't I, want to I, end his career twenty five plus years there. Yeah, because I want I want him to not only be happy but also be respected respected enough to put him back into a higher higher kind of like position in the card. Because um, because he signed that length of tenure, that means they'll be more likely to invest time in him. They'll be thinking and, about him yeah. in the long term. And thinking yeah. about him as much yeah. more of a long term no. prospect in their in their the booking group. That we're not going to be able to see anything of that long term into at least post SummerSlam. No. That's if the belt's because, gonna yeah, get it's dropped, gonna... it's not gonna be till then. Fair enough. Yeah. Um but the one thing came out of the tag team match which vaguely interested me. And I do mean vaguely, which is actually the post match thing which was that Bobby Lashley got the pin. I mean, there was a bit of confusion about who was a legal man yeah. between Zayn and Owen, and even I don't really know. Um, the last man, the, the last legal man between uh, Kevin Owens and Zayn was Zayn. Okay, so that's something they've got, something, they something they've got to play on. But what yeah. was interesting this, was... Which, which, by the way, this is the second time they've done that, whereas, whereas Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn being... You know, in a tag match, and the opposite person was not wasn't the legal man, and they got pinned on. I will laugh. That, that's, that's the same thing they've done again. I will really annoying. I will laugh if the end result of Money in the Bank is both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the match, and they take the briefcase down together, because that will be no end of hilarity because we see them fighting over who will get who's to trying to one of them tries to cash it in and the other one's stopping or them, them saying where's the yeah. other player where's the other wrestler he has to cash in oh yeah. no he's agreed yeah. um, that would be funny I think um, it could work as a very good ending to a Money in the Bank match as well yeah if they, if they grab it yank it down if they do a Cena and break the thing and come down together yeah. with it that would be that would be interesting I think it's too clever for WWE. No, yes, it's, it's, it's far too clever for them. Um, but what was interesting was that for me was that Bobby Lashley did his impressive again strength because it's Owens and Owens is no lightweight. But he couldn't hold it though, could he? he? Couldn't, no, he couldn't hold it forever. But he got the pin, and what I thought was interesting was that after the show of strength. 
Braun, if it looked, it looked and felt to me more like Braun wanted to prove that he was equally yeah. strong more dominant. by doing his yeah. move, and it was like a sort of sort of I'm the Alpha style sort of show, you know, of, of display to to give it a sort of a, an animalistic term, it was a, a display of power, a display of dominance, and just like a sort of like I. A, 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 yeah, a, a showing that I am the big alpha around here, and th- and there was a look. It was it was an odd look on Bobby Lashley's face at that point, and then Braun did it again. And if that's the first step towards the building off between those who having feud, that's a good way to go. I think if they actually do continue to have that as hey. This is the guy. Them saying that they're the stronger, no, I'm the stronger, without saying it, and then slowly building up the heat that way between them. If so, that's good. Didn't do Kevin and Sammy any favors whatsoever. But then again, <sighs> indeed. And with that, we move on to a match where I feel very sorry for Samoa Joe. Because he's fighting Roman Reigns for 18 minutes in a singles match with no fucking point at the top of the card. Why did this happen? Why? It's just ridiculous. It was. It had a really good start where Samoa Joe got the jump on Reigns. But after that bell rang this was the shits it had no purpose to it it was literally just trying to continue an old feud for no point because they're both on different brands now like there's not even a number one contendership to fight Brock Lesnar down the line like if they're gonna if this if they're gonna continue this in any way, shape, or form, it's only gonna happen on the co-branded pay-per-views, and it's Samojos are gonna run out and annoy Roman Reigns at everything every match, and it's just gonna be garbage. It was I literally got bored so many times. Oh yeah, I looked away from this match because it's just it's Roman Reigns and it's just boring. Yeah. And I totally agree. And you knew the finish a mile away. Yeah. You know exactly right. what yeah. they're going to do, and that there's going to be a huge period of dominance by Joe, and then Roman's going to pull out one move. Yeah. It, it was even worse. Yeah, well, here. Was it was even worse. Before, before, before we got to that spear out of nowhere, what, what happened to Roman? Roman was in the co- uh, co- In the clutch, co- yeah. Could be could a clutch or whatever it's called. And. Uh, you know he's passing out. He's passing out. He's passing. He's out. He's completely out of it. He's, he's dead. His eyes is his eyes is rolling in the back of his head, and the referee's not calling for the bell. He's just literally waiting for. Where's then, the where was the hand thing? And then, yeah, I where I, where's the hand thing? Or, or well, basically, normally nowadays when the referees see that there's no reaction from the hand, yeah, they ring up. the bell and they start the match. Done. But no, this ref didn't do it. John Cone. John Cohn didn't want to fucking do that this time around. He was un- he's he's under instructions from his son. 
Yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't call the match right, he's gonna get these. Oh. He's gonna. Um, get... <laughs> oh god. No, it's uh, terrifying. It, 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 yeah, it, but no, it, it all rotates back around to what we said at the beginning of the night, where the card should have been completely flipped around. But even if you didn't want to put AJ versus Shinsuke on last, which they should have been anyway, because it's the main title belt match, the Intercontinental should not have opened the card. If you want to open the card, it should have been the tag team match. Because you know, Sammy's Braun would, yeah, it, it would be people would have still popped and got it'd be a good way to open the curtain. People would have popped, Braun would have got everyone going because Braun Absolutely. can, and then you'd have something really solid in the middle in terms of that to really re energize the crowd. I would have opened the card with Elias, that's what I would have done. That would have got everybody pumped and going and shouting and cheering, yeah. Wouldn't have been, yeah, a bit, yeah. This it was a, uh, and it's not just us. the the general The general feeling is that the backlash card was immensely underwhelming, and I think yeah. it is. I think a large part of that has been because we've had a year and a half of nothing but multi person matches, and this is the like even WrestleMania was stacked to the brim with them, and we finally have a card which is all singles matches, and it's dull because there's nothing going on. With the exception of one match, which was really good at the beginning of the card, and that was it. And that was by the two two of the biggest workhorses that they have. It's just mental. It's ridiculous. Seth it's Rollins is, by the way, is now the Rob Van Dam of taking DDTs. Yeah. Every time the Miz does the DDT on Rollins, it just looks like yeah, he's just broken his neck in a million pieces. Let's round this off. I think we've been going for nearly two hours at this well, point. I was uh, well, yeah. Well, speaking of time, yeah, just a, a short thing. This en this ended at three and a half, near three and a half hours. Uh, this show, which didn't need to happen. That's why I'm saying that's a lie segment or that tag match didn't need to be on the card. It's pointless. A hell of a lot of anyway. that card didn't need to be on the card. No, of course not. Anyway, okay, again, let's get to it. In the scores. The, the, this card was greatly affected by the fact the Greatest Royal Rumble was like 10 days before it. Mm. And this is what I'm saying, that Backlash like, should have not been there. Like It should yeah. have been Greatest Royal Rumble into Money in the Bank, and that's how they should have played it. Speaking of that, we had information after the Greatest Royal Rumble, literally 30 minutes after we finished recording that, the Saudi Arabia is having their second event of out of their how many year deal this year, just after Survivor Series. So that's going to be fucking the greatest great. Survivor. <laughs> oh mate, I guarantee it'll be another. Uh, Christ Almighty! Summer uh, 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 slam. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, Saudi Arabia. Cyber S Saudi Arabia slam. The greatest S Royal Cyber Rumble two. Oh. Rowdying, rumbling. Uh, but yes. Oh anyway, let us go down in general fashion marks for the card, Mister John Turbo Finley. Give us your mark of one out of ten, please. I really like that opening match, and I did really like most of uh, the Nakamura uh, AJ Styles match. But the card didn't really help. Match. I'm hovering between two numbers. 
Ah, uh, well. Probably, it's got to be my lowest rating anyway, uh, regardless. I'm going to give it a three. Oh, that's generous for you. I was expecting a little bit lower, maybe. Ooh, Mr. Kev. It was, I was either a three or four, but three. Question. Answer. Is Backlash better than the greatest Royal Rumble? Answer. No. No. <laughs> Don't pop your middle finger alone. <laughs> Is that a three or a two? It is a three. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got to count that thumb there. <laughs> three. Read between the lines. Three. <laughs> I... Yes. Read the middle finger, Pete. There's... <laughs> no. It, it was a worse pay-per-view than the Greatest Royal Rumble. I, by definition, have to give it a worse mark. Or well, that said, I'm not going to give it as bad a mark as I could have done, because... Whilst the matches were eh, um, they weren't, you know, horrendous. They 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 weren't, you know, um, some of the ones we've had down the years. Uh, it, you know, there was we had a really really good first match that could have got four stars easy. There was elements of the show that the intensity of hey you might not agree with the way that the direction's gone but the intensity and and how things were between the AJ and the Nakamura match that goes towards it everything else in the card was pretty crap yes but on that basis alone it has to be a three Pete uh, how I... many how many negative figures are we <laughs> in for you is is there a decimal point i'm going can it be divided by one this is what yes, yes it as a 33 for, for a third chance that's gonna be uh, better than ours Steinemass going on, but it's i am going to break tradition and actually agree with both of you and give it a mark of three that's how bad you were backlash that's how bad you were <laughs> you made, you made us all vote the same <laughs> Uh, oh, it's a first. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty terrible. Um, I think it could have been better served by mixing the card around in a different order. Um, more than likely, I think that would have solved so many issues by having a better end and a slot, a, a different start. By leading with their better, better match and then ending with shit, it's just gone nowhere. So, yeah, marks of three all around the board. Our socials will be on the screen, as always. Thank you very much for watching us on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening to us on the iTunes feed, if that's where you have got us. All the details for the other one will be below. Please remember to like us on both iTunes and YouTube. Please subscribe to us on both the feeds as well. That's YouTube, that's Last Minute Continue, or the Last Minute Kickout cast on iTunes and all of those glorious things. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us for two hours. I have been Pete Titanscreen Nethercoat, joined as always with John Turbo Finley and Kevin, the Kevin Eva. Eva, we will see Still you. Here. We, Of course, it's a thing. Um, <laughs> We will see you next time for Money in the Bank. Thank you very, very much for watching and or listening. 
And until the next cast, we'll see you next time. <laughs>